Hello, and welcome to this week's State Hornet News Podcast. I'm Will Coburn, your podcast editor, and here's the week's news. So last Saturday was Sacramento's 40th annual Take Back the Night, a march and rally against gender and sexual violence, and and State Hornet diversity and identity reporter Kendra L. Rivera was our reporter on the scene. She conducted a few interviews, and here's what she saw. Hello, everyone. My name is Kendralina Rivera, and I'm the diversity and identity newsbeat writer for the State Hornet. Reporters Brooke Ollenhop and Patrick Walsh accompanied me uh, when we went to go cover the 40th annual Take Back the Night. At the event, what I saw was community engagement, and what they wanted was social justice. There are several individuals every single day that go without help, and people are unaware of their own personal experience with gender-based and sexual violence. Several organizations from different backgrounds and cultures were there to support the end of this said violence as well. Uh, And I was able to speak with people that shared their personal experience with this disorder and why it should end. The beginning of the event was opened with these indigenous dancers. They were blessing the space, they were saging it. And so the thing is, in indigenous beliefs, sage is a sacred thing of purification of the soul and spirit and a different level. And I thought that was something very comforting, especially for those who were seeking help uh, based off their own experience there. And we were also paying homage and respect to the lives that unfortunately have been lost due to the violence. Uh, I was able to meet with Sid Scanlon. She's a 23. She was able to share a little bit about her story and her experience on working with Weave, which is an organization that also pushes to end forms of violence and to help those victims. Here's my interview with Sid. I don't know if you want some random 19-year-old to be part of your organization, but I'm here and I have a story to tell. And I ended up getting involved with them, and through them I got connected to Weave, and I ended up becoming a counselor in the residential safe house with Weave. And I, as such a young advocate, I feel like a lot of times I was presented with people kind of coming and being like, well, what do you, what do you really know about any of this? Um, and I feel like I, I was at the point finally where I could use my story and the things that I'd been through to be able to help other people. Because so I was assaulted at 14. I was assaulted at 19. I spent two or three years with a really shitty boyfriend who made me do a lot of drugs and I was going through drug addiction and going through recovering from the trauma of that in addition to being assaulted and I ended up through V-Day Sacramento and through Weave being able to take all of those terrible things that had happened to me and turn them on my their head and use them as a way to help other people and that's why I do stuff like this and I always say I don't know that it makes, that it's necessarily always the healthiest way of thinking about it, but I, I always do this thing in my head where I feel like I can solve my own problems if I help other people solve theirs, where it's like, I feel better because I'm helping you. I didn't necessarily help myself directly, but helping others at this point is what I feel like I'm meant to do, if that makes sense, because of what I've been through. So yeah. <laughs> so the second person I was able to interview at the event was Keiko Torres. She happens to be the Vice President of Community Engagement with Take Back the Night Sacramento. In her interview, she was able to tell a little bit about what she believes should be done regarding others in the community to be aware and to help victims such as herself. 
I think that one of the best ways that people can be allies to the movement or to do something that feels like they're making a difference is to fight for the things that don't affect them personally. If you are a cis person, why aren't you doing enough for our trans community? If you are a white person, you should be at the front lines of uh, fighting for our uh, communities of color. If you are a person with money, you should be the ones helping out those who are less fortunate. If you have a house, why aren't you helping those around house? I think that so many people are willing to champion the fight for things that affect them personally, but in reality, that can only get us so far. We need allies, we need people who aren't experiencing the oppression to fight for those who are. It's not fair for people to be withstanding institutional violence and then be told that they have to fix it for themselves. Why are we putting all of that on the people who are being hurt the most? If you or someone you know has endured gender-based or sexual violence, you can receive support from the counseling services at the Well at Sac State and organizations like weavedinc.org. In other news from around campus, Thursday night, students, organizations, and leadership served Stinger Esports a cease and desist, causing the organization to cancel all their events through the next week. Interim club president Harish Kandasamy said they were uninformed about the reason for the cease and desist and speculated that it may be due to some misunderstanding on SONL's part, and they hope to resolve the situation shortly. The over 400-person organization was formed in 2017. You can follow the story as it develops at statehornet.com. And the California State University System is currently looking at a proposal to add a fourth year of qualitative reasoning to its requirements for incoming freshmen. The requirement could be met with classes such as math or computer science. Supporters of the proposal point out that the more math and science a student takes before college, the better prepared they are for the general education requirements in college. Critics, however, say it would put students in at lower income schools at risk of not being able to qualify to be a college freshman straight out of high school. The CSU is set to vote on the proposal next month and would affect the incoming freshman class of 2026. And the Sacramento chapter of Delta Lambda Pi hosted its annual Life is a Drag Drag Show Wednesday night. State Hornet reporters Kayla Brown and Leticia Sanchez covered the event. Here's a clip from Brown of Delta Lambda Pi president Daniel Ruiz on why they chose to promote the LGBTQ-focused fraternity with a drag show. Yeah, we decided to go with a drag show just because it showcases, you know, how LGBT gay rights have progressed and with Stonewall starting, Stonewall rights starting with um, a black trans woman who does drag, it was very important to us. For photos of the event, follow the State Hornet on Instagram at instagram.com slash statehornet. Thank you for listening to this week's State Hornet News Podcast. For more coverage throughout the week, check out statehornet.com. See you next week.